<clears throat> What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, it's Tuesday, a little late getting this episode out, but uh, yesterday was a holiday for me, so uh, I did holiday shit. So uh, here's the episode now. Uh, hope everyone had a great weekend. It was a long weekend for some. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of good fishing going on. I've seen a lot of people pulling some monsters out of the water. Like I said, I hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, and, you know, I hope everyone has a great week. Uh, I really don't have anything else really new to put out, um, you know, besides, you know, my, my personal shit, like I'll probably go and fishing tomorrow, uh, thinking about going to Otisco Lake, which is a, which is a jewel to me. So I'm gonna go there and hopefully, uh, get on this, uh, early fall pattern that everyone keeps talking about. Uh, I struggled this past weekend. Uh, yeah, I found some just nothing consistent and, uh, just was kind of all over the place, but, uh, it was, uh, you know, still fun, obviously. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this bite getting better for me, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully tomorrow's a good day. Uh, probably going out this weekend. I got a tournament. I got to really start dialing in. The lake's too close to me for me to not uh, not have a great performance, but, uh, you know, I'm Josh Smith, and shit happens. So, uh, you know, got a lot of work to do. But uh, anyways, you guys uh, reach out to me. Let me know what's going on. Tag me some pictures. Uh, let me know about some upcoming tournaments. Let me know how you guys did a tournament, and I'm always looking for guests. Um, always looking for people to talk to. Uh, it's a simple show, simple format. Uh, usually we crack open a beer and we just start talking. Nothing, nothing complicated. So, uh, if you're interested in drinking beer and talking fishing, definitely reach out to me. Um, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, so, uh, make sure you guys check out my supporters. Obviously, uh, X-Zone Lures. I've been using them all summer long. Uh, I, I love their products. I love their plastics. Um, I can't say enough about them. Um, I, I probably use them, you know, 80 to 90% of the time. There's a few other plastics outside that, you know, I just have a hard time letting go. But uh, X-Zone Lures, they got, they got tons of options and things to choose from depending on what you're looking for. But make sure you check them out. Use capital D, capital W, 15, get yourself a discount. And uh, obviously Outdoorsman Coffee, um, owned by a uh, fellow kayak angler and veteran. But uh, Dark Waters 15, get yourself some coffee. Uh, my next guest, I'm probably going to butcher his last name. It's, it's not normal, uh, but it's uh, Matt Linsman. Uh, but he's, a, he's a kayak angler from uh, up north of Michigan, the upper, uh, the upper uh, North Peninsula. Um, a, lot of, a lot of great anglers coming out of there. I mean, a lot of guys out there just pulling up some gigantic smallmouths. Um, a lot of those guys did really well in the KBBT. Um, a lot of them are kind of like, I guess you would say, I don't know, maybe rookies to the uh, tournament scene, but... Uh, it came in pretty hot. Uh, I'm not sure how they actually done on the uh, the in person national level, but I know they've uh, they creeped into there. But as far as like what they do up there, like they're they're crushing it, man. Um, and Matt's a good dude. Me and Matt's been friends for about a year now. Uh, obviously, mostly social media interaction, but that's kind of the way of the world right now with this whole COVID thing. Um, can't be hugging and kissing strangers and shit. So uh, everything's social media now. So. Um, Anyways, Matt's a cool guy. Glad he came on. We were kind of all over the place, just talking about you know his experience, you know, coming into this this whole tournament thing, and you know he got bit by the bug, and so he's he's done a bunch of online stuff. He's crept his way into some um, live tournaments. I know the Upper Peninsula guys, uh, they got their own trail series. I think it just recently came to an end, but just a lot of good things co- coming out over there. And um, either the guys have all been great guests on my show, so. Uh, I uh, hope they all had a great season. I hope they have some of you guys on soon. But, uh, yeah, thanks, Matt. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for all the interaction. The I mean, I love talking to you people. And if, you know, if anything, you know, when, this, when this show comes to its uh, 
you know, it's 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 in. Uh, you know, at least like I said, I met some really cool people. So uh, can't thank you guys enough, and I uh, will talk to you soon. Ciao. All right, Matt, we're recording, man. Thanks for coming on the show, dude. I really do appreciate it. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. It's been a crazy year. We finally got it, finally got it together. Yeah, man. Uh, started following you a while back, and uh, I got to say you got a pretty badass podcast. So. Well, I appreciate that. It's only because badass people listen to it. If not, the shit wouldn't work, right? Yeah. Yeah, brother. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, first time on the show. Uh, you got to go through the whole uh, dance routine, uh, introduce yourself, who you are, what you've done, what's going on in your life. Uh, try to tell me some more shit besides fishing, because I already know you fished. That's why you're on the show. So, <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. Uh, well, my name, obviously, a lot of people don't know me, Matt Lynch. Um, grew up in Michigan, was born in the UP, moved down south, uh, ended up going in the military. Uh, Air Force started off in AFSOC, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Working on the Herky Birds. And uh, tell you what, some of the best people to hang out with when you're deployed are the Army guys. The Army guys are the Brits, man. Yeah. The the Brits are some crazy SOBs. Sure. uh, Yeah, I spent spent a lot of time traveling in the in the military. Did about 15 years before medical. And, uh, you know, I ended up coming back to my home state and uh, moved back by mom and dad for a while and said, man, I got to get back up north. I mean, you can't beat it up here. Right, right. Uh, how, you were in the Air Force for uh, 15 years. I, I want to ask you a few questions because uh, I, was nurse for, I was an Air Force brat for like the first uh, 12 years of my life. Uh, where are some of the duty stations you've been to? I grew, I grew up in a lucky – I was lucky – uh, my dad got assigned to uh, assignment to Panama City, Florida, and that's kind of where I grew up. You know, just just per- great fishing, uh, best beaches in the world, sunshine. Uh, you know, we got those like intercoastal waterways, so I grew up red fishing and trout fishing and all those kind of things. So, you know, that's what's the cool thing about the Air Force, like you know, the Army, the Marine Corps, where I did most of my service at. You're kind of limited, like especially the Marine Corps. There's only like three places you're going. You're going to uh, uh, you know, Pendleton, California, Cantlejew, North Carolina, or maybe Okinawa, Japan, and they got a few little areas other than that. But as far as an infantry guy, that's where you're going. Get over it, and that's what I, that's what most of, I did all my time at Lejeune and then the Army. Uh, some cool duty assignments, but I ended up in like a, a boring place in uh, Georgia, and then a cold ass place up in uh, New York where I ended up finally retiring. <laughs> and now I'm now I'm stuck and cold. So uh, what are some of the what are some of the places you go? Because Air Force has got a variety. It just awesome places to be at uh while you're oh, in oh yeah yeah definitely um my first duty station like i said i was at sox so that's fort walton beach florida so we know the same we know the same area oh yeah yeah yep. i was uh also stationed at eglin yep yep i know that little, area really good too yeah a little bit later down the line uh did time at nellis and uh, vegas uh sumter south carolina I sound like you just suffered. You just suffered, man. You just suffered. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. 
Shaw was a tough one, man. South yeah. Carolina was tough. I did uh, three tours in Korea, uh, Kunsan and Osan, and uh, believe that's about it. So we moved. We got around quite a bit. I, the whole goal, you know, I always wanted to get up to Alaska, and, right. you know, spend some time up there, TDY and stuff. But uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it as far as duty stations. With everything, you, you take something good away from, from every place you've been, but some of them just really suck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's, some, there's some shitty places you can end up no matter what branch of the service you're in. So uh, let's get back to you. Uh, how'd you get into fishing and how did that put you in a kayak? That you know, t- Tell me the whole journey of uh, Matt and kayak fishing and where it all started. All right. Well, like most people, I grew up fishing. Uh, I think the first uh, time I physically remember, I was probably four or five. We went, Dad took me to a trout pond, just fishing off a dock. And uh, of course, you're gonna you're, you're gonna bring a fish in in a trout pond. Just put a little kibble on the hook, and and you're gonna bring them in. So I was hooked from there. Grew up. Uh, like I said, downstate Michigan, I was within walking distance of probably five lakes. Dad let me take the rowboat out for the first time when I was eight by myself. And man, that freedom on the water, you can't freaking beat it. No. Uh, in the military, I lost quite a bit of fishing time, especially I, I did a little bit of shore fishing and and some offshore when I was in Florida, a lot yeah. of pure surf fishing, and uh, ended up going, uh, getting my first kayak in South Carolina right before we came back up here, you know, probably about eight, nine years ago, and just a little dolphin, sun dolphin, sit in, piece of shit, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I just fell in love with it, I mean, it's, for me, it was therapy. You know, and and especially for a lot of folks, especially service members, you know, you get out there, you need to make peace with yourself and whatnot. Yeah. That's the place to do it. And, yeah. uh, you know, this year was my first year actually competing. Uh, the two previous years, I, I followed the KBF and started listening to you uh, when you came, first came out. And, uh, of course... Uh, paddle and pin those guys over there and uh just started watching the tournaments on tourney x i'm like damn i would have won that (laughs) (laughs) so that that's kind of what catapulted me into this first year and i didn't know what to expect i originally had a plan and you know covid kind of screwed that plan up because right. I planned on traveling all over, and uh, but I'm glad it happened the way it did. You know, I, I got to the people in this sport. It's just kind of unparalleled with uh, any any other sport, in my opinion. Yeah, no. One of the things I love about the sport is that everyone is uh, we're not fans. We're uh, we participate. You know what I mean? It's not like right. watching. A, it's not like being a fan of basketball or baseball where you're just sitting on your couch eating Cheetos and drinking Bud Light, like this sport, you know, you, you, you buy, you buy a $3,000 kayak and a, you know, a thousand dollar fish finder 
six poles, a badass little tackle box, and you go out there and you, and you and you compete against the worst and the best in the sport. And there's not very many sports that allow you to uh, to participate in that way, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the only major trail I haven't jumped on is uh, the Hobie events. Uh, done a bass event, obviously KBF, KBBT, uh, Slay Nation, uh, or local trials or state trials, and uh, you know I I couldn't be happier. You know I set goals. I by far surpassed the goals that I set. Yeah. And uh, n- next year's gonna be freaking outstanding. Yeah. Well, I mean, going back a little bit to what you said, like you know, COVID nineteen, it actually kind of like. Like you said, like with you, it, the same with me. It kind of helped out where it kind of it kind of slowed this year down for me enough to where I could really um, like pinpoint what I really wanted to do in the sport and what I really wanted to um, like what I needed to improve on instead of just going out there and just competing. Maybe you know getting getting to learn like myself as an angler what I'm good at, what I need to improve on. You know, because I have done a few tournaments, but it wasn't like last year where I was just throwing money in the pot. Traveling and traveling and traveling and never really getting any better because as soon as this tournament's over, two weeks later I'm going to do this tournament, and it was just a lot of traveling. And this year it's like I done a, I done a, you know a few local ones. I've only done two national tournaments, and I, I'm I, you know I'm going to do my third one in November at Chickamauga. I just got the, the okay from Household Six. She said go get it done, Josh, and I'm like okay, but I'll still see you know you there. yeah, see, and that's a good thing. And the fact that I didn't have to uh, like this year just tournament at the tournament like this year i really got to just get on the lake more often and just fish and just like really learn like you know you can catch fish this way but let's go catch them that way you know what i mean like i'm learning to like go you know if the fish aren't biting here maybe i need to go offshore maybe I, maybe maybe i need to get more comfortable with my uh my graph and things like that so this year was kind of like a kind of like a blessing in disguise i know a lot of people this kind of affected my financially and stuff but for someone like me, it probably saved me financially, and then you know maybe next year I'll have a better uh, better head on my shoulder and a, a better approach to the whole uh, tournament game. It's it's a tough sport, man, and uh, oh yeah, it burns through cash. It burns through cash like nothing else, you know. Oh yeah, uh, my bank account knows this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But just like you said, with the COVID, you know, if I had gone the route I originally planned. I'd probably be hanging my stuff up now. Yeah. You know, you know, I've learned so much this year, um, with techniques, with with how the processes work, with the different entities, you know, that you can fish in in right. kayak fishing. It's I'm I'm really glad it went down the way it went down. Uh, I have zero regrets whatsoever. I mean, it's. Let me ask you this though, Matt, because like w- one of the reasons that I want to talk about you is, uh, you know, I'm a fan of the KGBT. I didn't, I, haven't, I, I only did one bracket. It's not, it's not, so it's not really my favorite way of competing. Right. Uh, but I appreciate it. And like one of the things that I really enjoyed about it was, uh, you know, I watched what it did for other anglers. You being one of them, you know, Jeremy Pepin being one of them, uh, Jeremy Baker being another one. All these guys that are from like that area that you guys are at. Uh, in, in multiple ways, it, it, it showed exposure to some guys that fish up in that area. Uh, it showed what you guys, your fisheries up there. I mean, you guys are just, like, there were some of the guys that win this whole KBBT event off of just smallmouth. How, how badass is that, you know? And then you had, you know, and then you had uh, 
and not just that, but I also like the way it kind of gave you guys a chance to all kind of meet each other and like and start forming these groups. You know, I, you know, for the first time I was able to follow like the uh, the tournament series, like the, the, the local stuff that you guys have going on in that whole I don't know what you want to call it, the Michigan whatever area but it's just uh i I just thought it was like the kbbt was like a really big thing for like maybe someone like you and maybe even someone like me to like compete but not go crazy with it to uh get to know people without having to travel thousands of miles you know because like you know last year i went to multiple kbf events and i only made like one or two friends i made more friends this year doing the uh, kbbt um, and meeting people and the exposure that uh, Greg and those guys gave everyone and just the uh, that online community because that's all it was, just an online community. You know, like I was able to meet people, meet different people, see people come out of nowhere and, and show what they got. I saw other like subgroups start because of it. I mean, KBBT did an awesome job. What were your thoughts on the whole thing? Man, I'll tell you what, uh, just like you said, the amount of uh, – exposure you get and the people you meet and and how they treat you like in that one verse one format every single angler that i face we've became friends right like real good friends and one thing that a lot of people it they don't may not understand it or get it is you see the fishing pattern in every state the whole year Mm -hmm. if that's not a learning bonus like i I don't think about that i know what they're doing in texas this time of year you know people are telling you what they're throwing what the fish are doing you know the the knowledge base you get just from that is is extraordinary is yeah, you know what? That's a really good point. You know, I didn't even think about that. I don't know why. I should have tapped into that because I don't know why. You know, when I was going against Jeremy Baker and whatever the uh, first round at one time, I, all I cared about was um, was beating him. So I came on my lake and I tried my best to find the uh, an area that was going to produce big smallmouth because I knew that's kind of what he was going for. It was still kind of cold here, so I knew that there would be like a Maybe if I if I had any shot of winning to maybe go off offshore and try to catch those uh those smallies grouping up or something, uh yeah. but you know like, but but I mean how, like instead of being like upset about you know the whole situation and, and treating it like it was a a live or die uh type tournament maybe I, if I would have paid attention and figure out what this guy was doing on his lake and with the you know the, the patterns that he was following who knows because I mean that was that's similar fishing I imagine that we have I imagine we got a better I imagine we got a better um, not a better, but a more diverse, I guess, because uh, we don't just have the Great Lakes. We got a lot more, and I'm talking about. I don't, I don't know if I'm talking out my ass right now, but I mean, I just feel like we, like, you know, we got the whole large mouth, small mouth, and just a large, yeah. different, different variety of fishing in upstate New York. But as far as like that, uh, that Great Lake feel of those, mm-hmm. you know, gigantic small mouths, uh, offshore bite. I mean, that, that's what that's what you guys seem to be really specialized in. Yeah, I mean. That's our whole early season is is uh, offshore smallmouth. You know they're just starting to come into the mouth of the river. Uh, and you'll go out to the mouth, you'll catch your bags, you know, out at the mouth. But for upgrades, you know, they're not up up the river yet. So you got to go offshore. You got to find the rock piles. You got to find the ledges. You know, you have to learn how to drop shot. You, you know, you have to learn different techniques. 
this the first year I really uh, got in the smallmouth. I've always been a largemouth guy. You yeah. know, catching smallmouth, I always loved doing it, but I was never uh, what I considered halfway decent at it. Yeah. But now, now I feel that I'm starting to figure them out. I mean, I'm pulling smallmouth right behind the house in Lake Superior. Nobody fishes smallmouth where I'm at. Nobody does. They didn't, a lot of people didn't even know they were up here. So, yeah. well, do you I, think when you look at like, um, you know, this being your first season, do you think like KBBT helped not only kind of expose you to like tournament fishing, but gave you that chance to really like, like the, the, get the confidence? Because I mean, when I first met you, you were just a guy that was like following me, that liked to fish. And then I, I blinked for a second. I'm like, oh, wow, this guy's competing a lot. This guy's putting up some big numbers this guy you know it's like he's like like i almost had to quit following you because i got jealous every time you posted the picture <laughs> um you know it's just like you th- and that's what you know like i was talking to kurt smith not too long he says like one of the best things that are going to make you uh, a better angler is going to be competing in tournaments going out there and when the goal is to find the bigger fish you got to learn how to find bigger fish you got to learn how to catch those bigger fish and i feel like so like when i look at what this kbbt thing i look at like guys like you and some of these guys that you know, I met through the early stage of the show, you know, that weren't necessarily sticks or were known to be sticks. It's just like you blink for a second and, you know, two or three brackets later and these guys are like, oh, wow, these guys got skills. These guys are out there, uh, you know, whether you believe it, however you look at, you know, tournament fishing, but you guys play by a certain rule set and you went out and competed and just feel like you guys have all just got like tremendously better just because of the, like I said, when you, when you put yourself in a competition each time you do it, you, you get better or you have to get better because you got to prepare for it and then you got to actually do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, each, especially in the bracket format, each person you're going against beat the last person. So you have no chance but to get better or no choice but to get better. Right. Um, you know, and, and the learning curve is, is insane. And the people that have been in this tournament, just like you said, you know, they, they you, you never really heard of them. And they come out and just blast them. And, yeah. and, and that's something you don't get in, you know, a big live event. You know, you get your top 10 and that's it. And uh, nobody else really gets recognized that much unless they'll get big bass or unless they do something to make themselves stand out. You right. Know? And, and, you know, I, I want, you know, the way I fish and, and the fish I catch to be who I am or what people see me as. So, you know, and well, I, not, think, I think that's a lot with, with everybody in that tournament, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, also not just that, but like also what um, the waters you fish, you know, because, you know, a lot of the um, – the big national events they take place in Pacific areas and we know why, but like, it doesn't mean that we don't have great fisheries in upstate New York. It doesn't mean we don't have mm-hmm. amazing fisheries up where you're at or where Pepin's at. Like, like, like I said, like everyone was like, Oh, Florida and Texas. And all of a sudden you got this guy up in like the Michigan or whatever area, like pulling up gigantic small mouths to win tournaments. It's like, well, hold on a second. It's just getting hot right now up there. Like oh, yeah. you guys have been baking for days. You guys have been fishing since February. It's May now. It's it's uh it, it's time for like the the north northeast these areas that don't get a lot of uh you know especially in kayak fishing they don't get a lot oh, of yeah. uh, 
I guess you would say like a lot of recognition for being places that hold um, big fish or big, great fisheries. And it's like, yeah. dude, like, where do you think those those uh, river smallmouths in the Susquehanna? Where do you think they come from? Where do you think their ancestors lived at? Like those are, those are those are Great Lake fish, you know. Um, yeah. And I, I know there's some. I just feel like you know when I think about like really like there's not a there's not plentiful. Like, there's not a gigantic amount of uh national level tournaments in some of these areas that I'm just like, oh, you guys are missing out. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people didn't until this year, until Jonathan and, uh, you know, us up here started showing face in in the KBBT. Yeah. Um, a lot of people didn't know that the Upper Peninsula even had a fishery like this. And, that, and that's what I was talking about, like the Upper Peninsula. I, I forgot what you guys called it because you guys started a whole – a whole gang up there, um, <laughs> you know, uh, out there, out there, ride the die, out there in these big crazy waters, pulling out gigantic smallmouths. Yeah, I mean it's it's a blast up here. I mean the 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 fishing's on parallel, uh, river wise, in my opinion, it, it rivals everything downstate. I mean I I think John and I can hang with anybody at St. Clair or Saginaw Bay or Travers Bay. I mean, the fish are here. Yeah. So I just like it for right now. We just have a small group of people fishing. So, you know, wait till that big group comes and starts pushing fish, and then you got to adapt and stay yeah. on top of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always wonder that, like, you know, we look at, like, the K- or KBF or a Hobie or even Bass – you know, I mean, you're talking about doing chick here in a few months. Like, obviously, they're great fisheries, but they are really great fisheries, which means what? There's a lot of great pressure on those fish. Now, you know, I was watching the tournaments this year. And I was just like, and you saw, like, how many people struggled. And I'm like, and then you do, like, a little bit of research. It's like, you know, these guys aren't horrible at fishing. And this is obviously mm-hmm. one of the best lakes in the country. And then you realize, oh, there's a tournament there every weekend. There's a tournament there every two weeks. There's uh, yeah. there's bass boats or bass events that are taking fish out of the water and and weighing them in, you know, three four miles that way, and then releasing them. It's just like there's all these things that these, you know, these fish got to go through all this different pressure, and it's just like it's. And then you realize like how lucky you are to maybe not have that kind of pressure on your on your bodies of water because you know there's some areas, some great some great lakes up here, uh, and some good lakes up here that I'm just like. Dude, how lucky am I? This place isn't popular right now, cause I'm out there just having the time of my life, just just pulling them all in, throwing them in, oh, measuring yeah. them, and, and just having a blast. And because there isn't that kind of pressure, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, just like you said, I went to lacrosse for the past tournament, and that was a total and utter failure on my part. Uh, very humbling. I got, you know, I went out, I pre-fished, I found big fish. Um, and went out on game day and caught, it was just a dink fest. I probably caught, I think, I forgot the count. I was up in the higher 20s of fish under 12 inches. Oh, wow. And and caught nothing but bass that day. Didn't even hook into a pike. And then uh, I caught one fish that I could log for the whole tournament and, uh, I don't want to say I was embarrassed, but it was humbling, you know. And and that's a big argument with with folks in the tournament world, you know. Yeah, that's um, what I was, was going to ask. 
I was going to ask you about that because that was, that's, you know, that's the big argument. Uh, me personally, I think it's a dumb argument because like, one thing I learned about sports, whether, no matter what sports you watch, if you change one rule about the sport, it's a completely different sport. Let's just say you added uh, elbows in the in the basketball. Right. It's, it, it's not the NBA anymore, okay? It's the VMBA, the violent bat, you know, whatever. It's violence right. now. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, like you change any rule, you change, like you know, especially when you look at basketball, there used to not be a uh, a 24 second clock, so a team would get a lead and then just get really good at passing the ball around and and draining time. And so then they decide they would change the sport by putting in a shot clock that forced you to to shoot the ball and try to score, you lose the ball, and that changed the game dramatically. And so when I look, when I hear the argument of uh, online fishing or in-person tournaments, I'm like, they're two different sports, guys. They're two different ways to play. Yeah. The, it might be the same type of game, but it, there's different rule sets. So mm-hmm. I don't see the point in arguing. But one thing I wonder if you did know is, just like, there is a difference between being, you know, like an online guy or online angler. Oh, and they yeah. Go, or, 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 I mean, most of us are all we're both. Like, we just love to compete. Whether it's, I mean, this portion, it's almost, it's just legalized gambling, anyways. Uh, yeah, we really right. think about it. And so, like, we just like to go out there and compete or whatever, or gamble, whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, like, but I mean, it's a difference. Like, it's a difference preparation. Uh, there's things you got to consider no matter which one you do. But uh, to think that you, you're going to do well at a, uh, a live event because you, you know, you're sandblasting people at a uh, online event. It, it's, 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 it's different. It's a different beast. It's oh. like, well, you know, it's like, I mean, I don't know this body of water. How much time can I spend on it? What do all these clowns know? Because I know my waters. I know how to fish those. Hopefully right. I know, you know, so, I mean, what, what were some of the differences you saw? I mean, I mean, you pretty much nailed it right there. You know, I've, I've done a few line, uh, a live, events and you know i did lacrosse i drove down to sinclair slept out of my truck for four or five days in 90 degree weather with a non-working air conditioner that (laughs) freaking sucked but (laughs) you know there i did i did fairly well that was the first time i ever fished sinclair and you know i i put up like mid 80s or something like that which in my opinion for my first time was halfway respectable yeah. Um, you know, I didn't, I never, I don't ask people for insight. I don't ask people for weight coins. I, I just want to fish. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, there's an extreme difference between like the KBBT style and a live event. And, you know, I want to learn the whole thing. I, I, you know, I just don't want to be the guy that fishes his home lakes. I want to be able to travel. You know, I'll be down at Gunnersville. I'm right after that. We got Chick over in Tennessee. You know, um, this is what I want to do. And, yeah, I think there's just, I think there's four jobs to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think there's just a there's a group of people in each group. Uh, and I don't know when I say groups, I say that very lightly because most of us aren't in any. Most of us just whenever we see something we can sign up for, we're like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna go do that. Uh, and then we just go do it. But there's like this, you know, there's the uh, the diehards that are anti um, online tournaments, and there's the online guys who are like got the middle fingers up to the end, like whatever. But like to me, it, it's just it's it's um it, it's just guys who care about rankings because like there was something that someone posted. Yeah. These are the twenty, these are the forty best anglers. They put these like a, a mixture of names, and I'm like. I don't even I, I don't give a shit about that ranking system yeah. that you get that, that you guys are pulling out your ass because for one my name's not on it anywhere two 
I, I, I really just want like I want to find something that I that I like at a place that I want to be, and then I want to give you my money and go out there and try to win it back. And that's all it really is to me. There's no uh, there's nothing more than that. If I don't if I if I find something I don't like and I don't want to be, then I'm not gonna give you my money. And there's a reason why I haven't done the uh, many more KBTs. And it's just like I haven't had to. I've had I've been right. getting my I, I've been getting my fix on the things that I like. And yeah. and that's just me. And, and it's not that I don't appreciate what KBBT is. It's just like it's not the way I like to do things. And guess what? You know what? It might be because I really sucked at it. And I got my ass kicked, and <laughs> and it put a it put it put some dirt in my mouth. I just don't like the way that shit tasted. It could be that, or it could just be I, I really just don't like uh, online tournaments. I don't know, but but still, I just don't feel I don't feel the need to have to uh, explain myself or prove anything or argue with anyone because it's just a it's just like fuck you guys like go do what you want if you want to go do an online tournament go do an online tournament if you want to if you want to do a an in-person tournament do that too hey if you don't want to do any tournament then we probably got nothing to talk about so who gives a shit you know but it's just it was a weird one. i was watching it just unfold i'm like oh you you, you guys are nerds you guys are you, you guys do something else with your time. it's like it's like no we're the best no you're the best oh come to my leg oh you come to my I'm like, oh my god dude it's just you guys are fishing out of kayaks dude like seriously put away the body armor and the and the, the knives yeah. and the sword like you guys you know you're, you're not warriors guys uh but uh but still i mean i just i appreciate all forms of competition um and I, you know like i just want to i just want to play that's just you know like i'm 37 yeah. years old uh, I work hard and I want to play. Uh, you know, I, I, lo- I love my toys. Uh, you know, and I like to go out there and just have a good time. And I just don't, I don't, I don't have any involvement in, I guess, the rules of this game or the way things or the way things are supposed to be looked at. You know, you, you touched on like the the ranking list, and uh, you know, it kind of goes into all the the people bitching on both sides of the fence. You know, the online guys suck. The, the live guys suck. You know what? The best anglers that we have, the top 50 list, should be the people that are the best ambassadors of the sport in general. Yeah. And and if you're not, if you're going to sit there and bitch and whine, you know, what the fuck ever. I imagine the ones who weren't bitching or whining were the ones who didn't care because they got – they win every tournament. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It's like he's like your ranking can say whatever it wants to say. Like I I just paid for the whole year. Like all my tournaments are paid for. What what are yeah, you doing? Right. Yeah. Uh, so what do you? Fish? Yeah, dude. Just, that's my opinion. Like just fish uh, and, yeah. and and try you know and try to make a name for yourself if that's your goal and and try to try to try to have your winnings pay for your future tournaments if that's your goal. You know my my, my goal I would say. It's to try to make fishing cheaper than what it is because it's expensive as shit. So if yeah. I can go out there, win, cash a check, and give it to my wife and say, you see, it's all worth it, babe. It's all worth it. Uh, we're going places. Then that's that's, that's kind of what I want to do. But other than that, like, it's just something that I enjoy doing. And, I, you know, I feel lucky to be part of a sport where I can participate and and be involved and be, you know, welcomed into the community. And we all – everyone in this community buys into it one way or another, whether you're just competing – Local events, where you're just competing online events, you're doing national events, KBF, mm-hmm. Hobie, like without everyone participating, none of this shit works. So I'm just happy to be part of that, you know? Yeah, without a doubt, you know? I mean, everybody has their thing, and you got the online warriors doing their thing, you know, over at Facebook sites and such. But, uh, man, it all boils down to just shut up and go fishing. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know? 
pick your platform. I fished a lot of platforms. You know, Frankie's a fucking crack up. I love <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Um, I, I just signed up with Slay Nation the other week, and and uh, I'm I'm pretty stoked to see what he does with the kayak trail he's got coming up. Yeah, dude, I'm absolutely excited about it. Uh, yeah. Mainly, mainly just because I, you know, this year has taught me with you know the whole COVID thing, like how important like a uh, a strong local or regional you right. uh, know is. Because I mean, it's just like especially in the Northeast and maybe where you're out, it's just like. And I'm not hating on Hobie. I'm not hating on KBF. I know there's a, there's a business reasons why they do certain things, and they should do it that way, right? Because I mean, in the sport, or they're they're in, they're in a different sports. It's called making money. Um, and there's nothing wrong with deciding where you want to hold events because it brings in the most people. But I'm also looking out. For, you know, I want I want to look out for everyone who can't make those events, and I want to make this I want to make this fishing thing fun and adventurous. And you know, the Northeast yeah. is a great place, and so I want to see more tournaments maybe regional tournaments or, or badass state tournaments. And then hopefully that will catch eye to some of these bigger events and maybe they will come, or maybe we won't let them in because we're doing just fine without you. Uh, we'll, we'll see when we get there, but you know what, you know what Frankie's doing and some of these other groups, I'm just like, I'm really looking forward to, uh, 2021. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a killer year. Um, I'm going to get some sort of propulsion on my kayak so I don't have to paddle 10 ah. to 15 miles every tournament. Right. Uh, it's it's good for the shoulders, but damn, I, I got to sleep like for a week afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so dude, we'll wrap this thing up soon, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, what yeah. do you, you know, the rest of the season, I know we're doing Chick, uh, which is going to be great, man. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Cause, you know, one of the reasons I'm looking forward to it, cause probably like you, there ain't no fishing in November for me. Like, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, I was thinking about ending my season at the end of September because there's just nothing else after that. And mm. there's there's hunting season. I'm like I'm just gonna hunt, and then I'll come back 2021 and and kick some ass. But uh, I saw that. I'm like, dude, go down there and do it. It's been a shitty year. You owe it to yourself. That's go down awesome. there. Go talk to some people. Give out some stickers. Shake some hands if they allow it or whatever. But you owe it to yourself to go do a big event like this. Cause I wasn't able to really do any because of the New York restrictions and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to that. But what what up? The, what's wrap the rest of the season up for me? What what your thoughts and plans are, and then kind of what you hope to see yourself doing in 2021 well uh rest of this season it's winding down quick just like you said just like you i mean we're we're coming up on 50 degree days uh november's coming november's unless you want to fish in 50 60 mile an hour gales it don't 20, work 20 to 20 degree weather with, with the gusty <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. So we have a, I'm doing a, a Michigan event, local event with the top water guys this coming weekend. Uh, there might be another one, another local event coming up. Other than that, uh, you know, I'm going down to Gunnersville. I'll probably fish the KBVT All-Star and uh, I'm Challenge Series qualified for this year. So I'll fish that. Nice. And then... Uh, I want to fish chick. It'd be really cool to get a uh, get a fourth national or higher level uh, uh, qualification. Because I got so far, you know, we got the the challenge series. I'm qualified for KBF's national for next year. KBBT's national for next year. 
And uh, if I could put one more in my hat, that'd be fucking outstanding. Yeah, dude, you, you just cru- you just crushed 2020, your first year, dude. <laughs> dude, I, you know, I, I couldn't be happier with the goals I said. I just blew, blew the goals out the door. Nice. So, yeah. All right, um, man. Well, yeah. I, I appreciate you coming to the show. Is there anyone you want to thank uh, before we wrap this thing up? You know, uh, I'm always looking for sponsors. <laughs> me too bro me too <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know new canoe i started out with them uh through uh through a military buddy and uh i got hooked up through new canoe um you know i got got a pretty good deal so um you know the new canoe guys of course my family my kids um all my friends everybody that's always said you know, after a bad day of fishing, they're just like, chill out, shut up, go fishing. Yeah. It's what you do. It's what you love. So just do your thing, man. And right. and that's what I tell everybody I come across, you know, just go out and do it. It's, it's a blast. Have yeah. fun with it. Absolutely, man. Well, Matt, I appreciate you coming to the show. It's finally good to actually talk to you. Uh, we've been talking online for almost a year now. So uh, good luck with the rest of the season. Uh, hopefully we'll, we'll also be talking throughout the year, but, uh, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up sometime in the future. All right. Absolutely, man. We'll see you down a chick. Yes, sir. Get the, I'll shake your hand. I'm all right. <laughs> well, you'll, you'll, you'll give me, you'll give me one of those, uh, COVID hugs. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right buddy. All right, brother. Good night. You too.